President Grant slammed the door shut as he pushed Martin against the wall. What the hell is going on out there? he demanded, aiming a pistol at Martin. Was that a gunshot? Sir, said Martin, eyeing President Grant's stomach. You're not bleeding anymore. There were no signs of wounds of any kind on the man. Answer the question, said President Grant as he shoved the pistol into Martin's midsection. Ow, yelled Martin. No, he continued, fumbling for a response. It, it was a car backfiring. President Grant gave Martin a suspicious look. What car? he asked. It pulled in from the other side, Martin lied. What other side? said President Grant, his eyes narrowing. The side opposite this one, said Martin weakly. President Grant gazed at Martin, unblinking. You're lying. Martin gulped. Well, it, it might have been a gunshot. We have been kind of busy tonight. President Grant pulled Martin close and grabbed his face in one hand. You think this is funny? he snarled. Martin's face was puckered, his mouth bowed, making him look like a fish. Believe me, sir, this is the least funny night of my life, he said sincerely. President Grant released Martin's face and reached into his pocket. Martin, fearing more gunplay, quickly ducked down and covered his face with his hands. President Grant waited until Martin slowly peeked between his fingers. I need you to move my car. Pull it up in front of the door and leave it running. Then go to the road and see if anyone's coming. If it's clear, run straight back here and let me know, he ordered. Is someone coming? Are you expecting company? President Grant ignored the questions. Turn the car off and leave the keys by the door. Martin nodded and moved toward the door. He stopped and turned back. Do you mind if I ask you what this is all about? Yes, said President Grant and gave Martin a push toward the door. Martin looked both ways as he walked toward the car. There was no one in sight. He opened President Grant's car door and climbed in. His eyes fell upon an odd assortment of items on the driver's seat, a well-worn Bible, a jar of Vaseline, and several books with titles like Armageddon Countdown and End Times A World Prepares. Strewn across the passenger side and on the floor were what looked like dollar bills. Martin picked one up. It was a fifty. He picked up another. It was a fifty-two. There looked to be about a thousand dollars in fifties piled like trash in the car. Martin unfolded the bills lightly, unbelieving. Then, on top of the dashboard, he noticed a road map of Nevada with the city of Sparks circled with a thick black magic marker. Turning to his right, he saw an I Sparkle and Sparks t-shirt hanging from the hook above the window. The color drained from his face as he came to an awful realization. He's the one. He's got to be. He did it. Oh, man. A sudden thumping sound made Martin jump. He looked up and saw President Grant knocking with the side of his fist on the window from inside his motel room. He was making a horrible face. Hurry up, shouted President Grant, his voice muffled by the glass. Martin fumbled for the key and had trouble getting it into the ignition. He finally turned the engine over and then rolled the driver's side window down. Going somewhere, friend? a voice asked.